You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network. That is a whole list of other Bat-related shows that love also love to dive into other nerdy subjects that we all, especially the Italian Peter Arvera, love to frolic about in our free time. He's the biggest frolicker. Make sure to let him know that you know. The Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, keep the generators running in the Wayne Manor study, just go to patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. And a big shout out to two new patrons, Alex Light and Gregory Lozitano. Thank you for the support on the for the show. Uh, much appreciated. Now, thank you for listening to episode 150, Favorite Batman Artists. Uh, much like I think, try to do something a little different for each uh 50 little milestone every 50th episode and so 100 episodes ago uh, i had some bat bros on and we did some favorite batman stories conversation well i've got some bat bros returning this time around to discuss our favorite batman artists um it's been it's been all the all the buzz the past couple weeks a lot of great discussion on the twitter um about favorite batman artists and so yeah this is kind of our this is our main event so joining me um, in one corner, uh, is way out west. He's running the streets. He's the artist formerly known as Jay Rocca. It's one <laughs> Sir Justin Kowalski. Justin, thanks for coming back to the Batman Book Club. I always love being here at the Batman Book Club. Very, it's a very exclusive club. Yes, you have one of the Batman. seats. It's just like, uh, you know, in Shazam, they all they all have their own thrones from I think a deleted scene or something, and uh. <laughs> <laughs> the bat boys all have it all have a seat um and we have a third uh a third guy here he represents the midwest much like myself except he's uh, a lot smarter than i am and he roots on the twins uh go take twins. that take that pete go twins it's garrett grab hello garrett hey welcome to me back hey. my throne's kind of cold i haven't sat in it a while so mm. it's nice to it's still very comfortable <laughs> and i appreciate yeah. you keeping it here for me i my For piece. so many reasons, um, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you know Peter isn't here as much as I love him. Um, there'd be all sorts of lies about my dietary habits. And ah, yeah. like, you know, back in the early days, you said 100 episodes ago for the yeah. greatest Batman stories. You know, back in, in, in those days, Peter and I were kind of neck and neck with appearances. And he's just so far out in front of me. It's nice to show up on a show where Peter isn't here. So it's like, yeah. ah, you know, it might be a small slice forward, but I'm inching. You're you're on a a milestone episode, so you've one. kind of, you've been on two milestone episodes, and he's only been on one. So there I feel you go. like those count for extra. Yeah. And I will also and say I don't feel like the monthly recaps count. By the way, ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. I it has to be an actual. Here's a story that I've read <laughs> that's you know special. And here, let's here's dig into on. it. Yeah. Ouch. So these okay. monthly monthly recaps do not count. As far separate as column in the, the spreadsheet. That's a whole separate thing. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. Separate I'm on board with that too. 
Yeah. We've decided right. for you, Ryan. It's like when a family member shows up for a holiday that, oh, man, they made it. But if they just come over on Tuesday, that doesn't count. That's not special. That's just it's <laughs> well, just Tuesday. So anyway, that's it. the next. Make go. sure you go to the <laughs> Batman Book Club's Twitter where the next poll question is, do the wrap up episodes count? Count as official um, appearances. They don't. Count. Yeah, they don't. We'll, <laughs> then we'll discuss yeah. the results. Uh, with Peter, and we'll have Pete defend himself, and if it counts, but I, uh, I put the work. I read all these books. All these other guys, are really they're not really fans. They're I put in the work. I read all the books. I read all the books. I thought you said Peter wasn't here. Yeah, I know. Oh, right? I just sorry. heard him. He's back. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah, I don't keep Batmobile <laughs> once a year. It's okay. I think it's I, only fair that we we all do our own Peter impressions because he does yeah. really terrible impressions of us on his show. I'm so bad. Time, so <laughs> and they're so, so bad. They're like factually not representing anything about <laughs> yeah. you. I like I heard mine and I'm like, when did I become like a little old Norwegian grandmother? You know, like <laughs> oh hey, oh oh yeah, yeah sure is I'm like, that's not what I sound <laughs> yeah. like. I don't talk like that. that that's fine. That's why okay. do you wear wooden shoes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. Oh, that's well. another slap in the face. He doesn't listen to the Batman book club. So um, oh. he's, he's been outed. Uh, now, r- you guys correct me if I'm wrong. And very well may be. But is this the first time that I have podcasted with both of you at the same time? I feel like there's got to be an I episode too, of but... the BOF show or something. I don't, I don't know. We've tried, but I mean, schedules are tricky, but I've maybe a live I don't know all three of us on the same thing live. I think so. I mean, I've been on live shows with you guys before. I don't know. Yeah, but maybe Lauer wasn't. It's a mystery. I'm just saying. Listeners, let us know when this is posted. There's a lot of uh, a lot of milestones here in this conversation. So um, this this one's going to be huge. It's going to get some numbers. It's like I the three feel. families have got together. <laughs> got together. <laughs> three families. So, greatest Batman artist. Uh, many people chimed in. Uh, many people have been talking this. It's a, it's a, because greatest it has many definitions. It's sure. up to each person on what they define as the greatest. Uh, this started, you know, I, I knew last year. So, the, the, the yearly bracket challenge, the annual bracket Ooh. challenge. Um, comes around March Madness time and last year did greatest Batman writer in which I just knew, okay, then that means next year is going to be greatest Batman artist. Uh, much thanks to everybody who participated because this was, I, I've really appreciated the, t- the turnouts and participation the previous two years, but this year blew those out of the water. So great. many people had opinions. Um, some people were angry. Some people were very happy and had fun. Um, all of this obviously is always just to have fun because we're just talking about Batman comic books and people who draw them. Uh, but yeah, a lot of opinions and a lot of people voted in each uh, each one. So you two participated. You two sent me brackets. Um, mm-hmm. One of you did a lot better than the other one, but that's not what we're talking about, you know, in those brackets. But over just like overall, um, do either of you have? You know, some thoughts on on the the outcome, maybe a couple of surprises offhand. If you if you want me to refresh on some of those that I think I can go first. Um, yeah, I'm going to pull feel? up the bracket stuff. Yeah, because... I've got mine up. You've got it's, yours uh, up. Yeah, Laura, there are certainly surprise, some surprises. I think the second round where I was like, oh, man, I didn't see this happening. There's a couple um, a couple, you know, Cinderella stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To steal the March Madness, March Bat Madness. Yes. Uh, nomenclature. I think, you know, 
the way it ended up, mm-hmm. I was fully on board with your grand champion is who I had as my grand champion, of course. Uh, but how I got there is very different than how the voting got there. And I know mm-hmm. Justin took a different approach. I, I don't I even know where I sent it. Did I email you or did I text it to you? You texted it to me. I know I texted. Okay. I just went back into my photos because I just okay. you know, wrote on top of the screenshot. But I feel like Justin from conversation went with like his heart. He went like, with his heart. Yeah, I, did. I always go with my heart. And, and I appreciate I... that. There's a few people that turned it in and they even told me too. they were like, listen, I probably am not going to win, but I'm I went not with my heart. And I yeah. said, hey, good for you. Because some, Mike... I think some of us, Garrett, I'm sure you in the past with March Madness, you've done multiple brackets and one of them is a, a passion bracket. Right. 100%. Right. This, mm. I, this is my team. I have to choose them going all the way, even though it's probably unlikely. <laughs> I went with with this. I went to win. I like, let's go yeah. with what I think the popular opinion is going to be. Um, a couple of them where they were close. That's where I just kind of leaned a little bit to my personal preference. But I, yeah. I tried to I tried to like I tried to outthink the bracket. What are the voters going to do? To your credit, too, you were in the running up to the very end. Also, yeah, the voters yeah. are awful, man. <laughs> I just don't trust that? people to vote, man. <laughs> they make really dumb decisions. They don't make anything informed. The one no. thing that I wish you could do with polls is add pictures. Right. So I would have loved to be able to do because that does limit in some polls too of just being like, if some people maybe aren't aware, they're aware of the cover, just not aware of the artist. And I would Into, love it if we could sure. be like, this yeah. cover is a great representation of this person's art. This cover that you're certainly familiar with is this person. They even, even like think about all those Kelly Jones covers, Mm -hmm. you know, through nightfall, like that's his (laughs) cover. You might be thinking of the interior art, you know, it can be confusing, right? It's not always the same artist that's doing interiors and exteriors. Not that I'm complaining with the results or anything like that, because, Hey, I have no dog in this fight. Um, I'm just here to, to get the, my dogs are hungry. Yeah. (laughs) So I think you're you're round two that you're talking about. And speaking from the one who collected the brackets, man, uh, we love Dave, David Mazzucchelli, right? Right. Kelly. I love him. David M. Batman Book Batman Club, Book Rules. Rules. David M. Um, love him. He illustrated one of my favorite stories of all time. Year one. He was up against Jim Lee. I felt like it was a good run, David. But it's Jim Lee. People yeah. love Jim Lee. And somehow, some way, David M. pulled out, pulled out ahead of that one. And so many brackets, just <laughs> some had him going all the way to the final matchup and everything. Yeah. And and I was like, oh, 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 boy. Oh, boy. I don't think anybody could have called that one. Well, it, you it's know, that it, story. They love the story and yeah. they associate the story with the art. And it's, it's sometimes sometimes it is like, oh, man, like he's the he has the the greatest uh, Batman art of all time. But man, that story is kind of jank. It's like, it's, it is so, it's so interesting because it is user preference. Exactly. That's There's no it. science to it. It's like Jim Lee did Hush and I like Hush, but Batman year one's a better story than Hush for me. Like, well, it's more iconic, right? Like it's done yeah. more for the character. Um, and that's, I think that's hard to peel apart. And I didn't really try to, mm-hmm. right? I wasn't trying to be like super objective just on the art. So sure. I was thinking like, what are the big defining stories and then the art attached to it? Cause it's pretty rare that you have like, Hey man, this story was like definitive for its time. It was groundbreaking. It's one of the most mm-hmm. memorable Batman stories, but the art stunk like that almost never happens. The art's at yeah. least like good to for very a comic good. book medium. I yeah. just think art's got art is just so important yeah. for comics. Like 
there's a okay so i'm gonna name an artist who's not on this list Okay. who's a great Batman artist, but I feel like their stories have just been like, meh, meh, as Jorge Jimenez, right? Right. He's incredible. He's like the newest Batman artist. And maybe next time you do like this, he'll be on the list, right? But mm-hmm. I'm just like, as much as I love his art, there's not a there's not a story where I'm like, oh man, it's, I love this story. I love his art. There's no perfect storm for me. And so it'd be really hard for me to pick. Yeah. You know? Jimenez is always the artist that I feel like has the most heavy lifting to do. Like mm-hmm. yeah. his art is so good and he has not been teamed up with a writer who has had a story for him to draw the art to. That's like, Oh man, this is, this is going to be on everybody's bat shelf in five years, 10 years. Yeah. This is going to be one IGN writes includes in yeah. their top 10 yeah. greatest Batman stories ever told. Yeah. Like he just hasn't had that opportunity. Now is the art fantastic? Yeah, it sure yes. is. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have put him on this list either. Yeah. No, I think his Super Sun stuff's been like it's more enjoyable only because, oh, I like the story that, you know, Tomasi was doing and even the Justice League stuff he got to do. But as far as yeah. Batman, he's not going to hit that list. Yep. Yep. Not yeah. yet. Who Suck knows? Him it is. <laughs> I believe in you. Stay with it. Right. Um, Justin, do you have any kind of any uh, surprises outside of like the, the David M and Jim Lee as you were following along with the bracket at all or? Um, you know, there's some stuff like I think you get like, you know, people upset about Bob Kane, whatever, you know, you got a lot of that stuff going on. Well, it's um, revisionist history, right? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's really hard to to peel apart Bob Kane. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. what is what is Bob Kane? What is not Bob Kane? What did Bob t- Kane take credit for? Or what did he not? Was he a nice guy? Like, this isn't about yeah. this wasn't about no. like like image. oh that's all right. we're talking yeah the image yeah. and but there is there is like ghost there's like ghost artists like bob kane signed his that's name that's what i mean it's hard to peel that, that apart uh, you know the the ones i i think of like the frank miller versus jock stuff like jock i prefer his batman to mm. frank miller's batman like that the only frank miller batman i like is in the dark knight returns because it fits that story but like there's right. a lot of stuff he's done i'm like eh, yeah not a big fan like nope. that's not my my um, personal uh, opinion with with that is Frank Miller got along by name more mm-hmm. so than than the the art because I actually I don't think his art's great. Dark Knight yeah. Returns I think is definitely a highlight and yeah. stuff. So it's I'm, super I'm stylized, right? In a huge mm-hmm. story, yeah. but if like if you're gonna look at the art on its own, I don't know that you'd be like, look at this beautiful. Yeah. Art. yeah. If it was dark, if 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 Frank Miller had like a longer run on Batman and it was more akin to like Sin City style, I'd be like, oh yeah, man, that yeah, was great. But yeah, like, that's that's crazy because like yeah. Sin City, I love the Sin City yeah. books. I love his art yeah. in Sin City and stuff. Yeah, so. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one the one wild. that hurt me was the matchup when it went along with uh, Norm Brayfogel versus Tim Sale. Oh, man, that's um, a tough one. That one was hard. Uh, he had Neil Adams and Lee Bermejo. That one was hard. Uh, I was surprised Jason Fabic went as as far as he did. I mean, me a too. massive a massive fan of Fabic. I yeah, mean, he's I, I love Fabic. Fantastic. I'm um, surprised he went as far. And then, yeah, it was you guys kind of said, too, it's like, but the final matchup, you know, ended up being Aparo and Neil Adams. And so it's like, yeah. I don't know that anybody could really argue with that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would be mad. I, Lee didn't go as far as you wanted him to, which I get it. But also like Aparo and Adams is like, well, can you be mad, though? Yeah. Laura, the, the one that I was like, oh, I kind of hate you for this. There was a few of those. <laughs> but it was, tough. it was tough fair. for me to see Kelly Jones not progress at all, just because yeah. I've got, you know, soft spot in my heart for Kelly Jones. Super stylized. Yeah, and, that made me mad. Yep. Because, and that kind of speaks to the to the time period, right? Like, But I mm-hmm. but I actually thought, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised because I like Matt Wagner, but I thought. Yeah. 
I, I thought I Jones would like, top him. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, but there, you know, I there is a sect of fandom that's like, oh, they don't like Kelly Jones. They don't like the ears and all that stuff. But I'm like, okay. okay. Yeah. And we, we'll get into that later. Justin and I may have been talking about <laughs> Kelly Jones stuff the past three Halloween months. You know, no big yeah, deal. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know uh, if you know. Maybe talk to Kelly Jones once myself, too. No oh, big deal. On the Batman Book Club? On the Batman Book Club. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, great turnout. So, again, everybody yeah. who participated, really appreciate it. It was, it was a lot of fun um, posting the polls, as it kind of always is. But, yeah, with more yeah. people participating, it just makes it even more fun with the polls. Because there were a couple that were really close up to the very end, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, congrats to um, Nico Caruso. He edged it out. Are you serious? That guy sucks. Yeah. Are you going to say that guy sucks? <laughs> I, no, I, I said it. Nico. <laughs> that, that, guy that guy sucks. That guy sucks. I'm just so congrats, Nico. But yeah, I mean, he he edged it out because, like I said, I mean, Garrett was in the running too. That was like four four people and points were really were really close. So, um, yeah, a lot. It was a, it's a lot more fun that way as opposed to you know three rounds prior of like okay, this person they way won. out in That's front. It. How yeah. soon? Yeah. How soon did I get out? Like, was I like around? I was first. I was the first guy. To get <laughs> yeah, weren't in the running. We'll no. see that. I did a post after like the first round of the standings, and I almost didn't post that because I didn't want to embarrass. I don't. I'm not trying to shame anybody for no, being on the bottom of the list. Shame away. Yeah, let people Justin know. was one in consideration of like <laughs> he's he's towards <laughs> the bottom here. Oh, hey, hey oh, you man. went with your heart. You I did, man. That's that's all I ask, you know. Dustin so. Wynn over Lieber Mayo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Ballin. I love over it. Neil Adams too. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. Wow. There's there's Oof. more Brian Bolin Batman that I like over Neil Adams. Neil oh. Adams is great. He's great. He is. But Brian um, Ballin, man. Somewhere Pete just got like angry. Yeah. He he's did. like Kowalski. <laughs> Brian Ballin, his Joker, way better than Neil Adams' Joker. Now what? Okay. Jeez. Hey, bold. now well, 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 guessing this isn't the whoa. last time we're talking about Neil today, so I'll reserve my comments. Oh, okay, all right, well, maybe. Well, then let's get to let's get to all talking, right. then let's get to talking about our <laughs> favorite Batman artists. Oh, so these these gentlemen, I sent um, I sent them, sent them on a mission to compile like. I'm not going to do, wasn't going to do a top 10 because we were not going to go for a, you know, a four hour podcast here. And I just said, and it, it's tougher too, I think, because, and I'll tell you when it gets to my number three selection, um, it's tough to narrow it down to three. I think, I think you could go like, yeah. this is my number one and this is my number two, oh, but I want to say this, this, this. So I thought three was a great number and I sent out to the, the bat boys. So I have a list from uh, Peter Arvera. I have a list from the Mario brother, Haas, who was in Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom and he couldn't make it today. Uh, he, he sent me a list of his three and then us three have our list. So we're going to go around to name our, our number three and then go around for two and, and one. So uh, just like real quick, what did you guys consider? Like, what did you have in mind as far as to your criteria, I guess, to um, narrow it down to three? My, you know, my top three came together pretty easily, but the things I thought about was like, (laughs) no, sorry, she wanted to answer. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Thanks, Siri. 
my top <clears> three came together pretty easily. I like I was just like, yep, yep, yep. But what I what I realized when I was thinking about this overall, and this has to do with the bracket too, like mm-hmm. the art had to be great. Mm-hmm. It had to be unique enough to the artist where it didn't i love dc house style art like the images you see on t-shirts and lunch boxes that's Mm -hmm. like i love that but i wanted to go with something different that was more unique to the artist when you saw it you knew exactly who they were doing something a little bit different and then like longevity i think for the Mm. best artists it can't be somebody that showed up and like killed a four issue run or a mini series and then just didn't do a lot with the character so like how long were they actively working on the character as well those were probably the three things that like as i filtered through were top of mind for me good point how about you justin yeah um i i I always try to pick the off the the beaten path type of things yeah um i just that's just how i go but i but my picks aren't I don't think my picks are like um gonna surprise anybody. But I did break the internet of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did I, I was thinking about like there when we do these things, there's especially when there's a group of people, no one's gonna be missed. But I wanted to make sure I hit like somebody I thought was um has a good chance at being the, a future like all-star. Ooh. Like, oh this nice. this person like this person I, I like what they do they've done some good stuff on the character already. And I think that they're going to, um, you know, in the long run, you know, maybe 10 years, like, Oh man, like who knows what else they're going to work on. Right. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I love, you know, what they did. So I was thinking of that. And then, um, I was just thinking of iterations that have really stuck kind of what you were saying, Garrett, like, Oh man, when you see that, like it either, it takes you to a certain place or it's evocative of this run and even the stories being told. And, um, it elicits uh, a reaction, good or bad, you know. And then and finally, just you know, what's legendary mm-hmm. in in my heart. So mine are all really yeah, dictated feelings. by feelings. That's it's a know? big feeling. Yeah. It's it's great feeling. knowing, like feeling. you know, when you get a group of guys and you know people that you, you record with or talk to regularly. It's nice because you can kind of decide what you're going to do based on what you know someone else is going to show up with or like yeah. the approach. Because I was looking at this, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I bet Lauer and I have the same top three. However, I know Justin's going to be on there. And it might be in different order, Ryan. Um, but I know Justin's going to be on there. I know Justin's going to feel like way out of left field compared to those three. So it's still going to be interesting to listen to instead of all of us sitting around going like, yep, mine too. Here's why I like it. Yeah, I like it for the same reasons. Okay, what do we say next? Well, I guess we just go to the next artist. Like Justin's going to have some curveballs. And I, I can rely yeah. on that so I can be very <laughs> in the fantasy world, uh, fantasy football, fantasy sports. Like the obvious choice is always called like chalk. I'm like, I've got three pretty chalky choices here but justin will be there with some live wire hits. we'll see though we'll see we'll see we'll see you see that and justin's like you're not gonna be able to, i mean mine you're probably gonna know mine but in his first one's gonna be like john miller I'm like, like who who <laughs> he was like oh john he's miller a, you know he was a kid i went to college with i, le- I really like yeah she was a great batman he got a folder yeah. from our science class it's yeah. fantastic yeah. you guys scribbled it right it, on the front impacted me man so I, th- I think off. it's kind of, for me, it's kind of a combination of like what both of you have said of like Justin and one one consideration definitely is like what art takes you back and puts you I don't know, puts you in a time and place sort of deal yeah. lets your imagination run wild. But then also like Garrett, like you said, of like longevity, because there are tons of artists who it's like, oh, that's a great cover. Let me look up and see what else they've done as far as Batman goes. And there's like wasn't much. I'm like, well, I can't base it off of just one cover and one one image. Right. So it's like who has a great 
like resume of Batman work and stuff. So I think it, like those two factors kind of went into into my decision and in, in narrowing it down. Um, because yeah. I had some obvious choices and then I had some some tough some tough cuts. Mm. So uh let's just let's kick it off then so let's start with our our number threes and kowalski let's have you kick it off let's see if it is that john miller is it john it is not john miller it is not and i don't feel like minor like if you're paying attention to everything you'd you'd be like okay this makes sense okay so my my number three is my is my rookie i'll call it my rookie pick is clay man Ooh. I Clay love Man. Clay Man's Batman. Yeah, and I, I think I first came into him, and it kind of goes against what we were saying a little bit earlier. Like, you know, ha- has he done anything definitive? And I, I love all the work he did on the Batman Catwoman book. Um, he first came in, though, in the War of Jokes and Riddles as a fill-in. There was like a little break where he did the Kite Man issues. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think his art is very complimentary to uh, Michael Yannon, who was doing the artwork for, mm-hmm. for that. Um, he came in and he, I was like, oh, he did those. And he, he, he also did like the, um, like, so yeah, kite man and things like that. And, um, anyways, I really was like, I like this guy's art and it had like a, it had a, um, a Jim Lee quality to it, but it wasn't as, wasn't as like, you know, scribbly and scratchy and stuff. And, um, I think it's a, I think it's a really great, like, uh, just straightforward take on Batman. It doesn't have anything that's like weird about it. You know, it's like, I think it's, it's pleasing. If you see his Batman, you're like, Oh, that's a good Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, it's, it's a pretty, um, it's a modern, I would say it's modern house style DC on Batman. And that is not a knock. And his Calvin is incredible, man. I'm just saying, let me just tell you like hands down, pause down. Pause down. The floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he, he's, he's just a great illustrator. Um, and I've liked everything that he's done. Like I'm like, man, he he puts the work in. And Do so you... I was, re- I missed him when he was not doing those middle those middle issues of Batman Batman Catwoman when they brought in uh oh yeah. gosh what's his name uh, Liam yeah, Sharp yeah, Liam Sharp yeah I I was like dang it dude it when you story took somebody, a dive you on that art, I thought yeah you it just kind of threw off the whole thing and you know I I couldn't get back you know. So those were tough. Those are tough issues. You know, it's like it's the style change was so dramatic from Clayman, who I love his art. It's very, Mm -hmm. you know, detailed. It's it's involved, but it's clean. You know, sometimes you talk about like detailed and involved art and it can be a little messy. Like he still has like very clean line work and things are very defined. Mm -hmm. And when they made that switch, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's such a dramatic change. It was really hard for me to like mentally adjust. And then when he was back on, I'm like, oh, thank goodness. (laughs) Thank goodness. Because I love I really like that uh, that maxi series at that point. Do you consider it? But um, he was, you know, his his art in those issues were significantly better with his presence than than when he was not there for it. Mm. Totally agree. Justin, do you have like a standout cover of Clay Man? Yeah, I, I sent some stuff to you. Um, and then and then um I was like, oh shoot, how come I hold on my, my but you, uh, you told me not to look? I did that tell was you the not subject. To look. It was like Batman stuff. Don't look. Well, you said Stut you said you didn't want to be surprised. So I, I wanted there, to be surprised. There was oh, it's not popping. So there's the obviously there's issue one. There's you know, it's the Batman a and cat shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and to be honest, like the hard thing with the covers is like sometimes my favorite images are inside the books, you know. Yeah. But uh, there was a a promo shot 
as well. For, I think it was like the promotional poster. Yeah, for this. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know and that it's image. the. <laughs> it, I mean, he has kind of this leg strap thing going on too, but like it was such a cool image of Batman and Catwoman. Just oh, I thought you were talking about the one with the Phantasm holding up, and then it had Batcat in it. I thought you were talking about that. Oh, one. that one's rad too. Oh, that's that that's one's cool good too. too. Yeah, they're, they're both good. good. They're both good. Yeah, I, I, I think like hands down though, if I had to like with my other artist clay man's covers are probably some of the best too like he every every one of them is like that's a great poster like that's yeah. a great that could have just been a print and so i think that's why i think i'm i'm like it's like i'm investing if i was like this was like you know bitcoin everybody throw in on oh, some yeah, of this bitcoin like this is, i think that clay yeah. man is is gonna be one of those artists that's like oh man he was he he's just got great renderings and um you know Tom King himself even said, and he was like, when you want when you want sexy characters, you bring in Clay Man. And yeah. so then in City of Bane, you've got Bruce and Selena, you know, in the tropicals, barely wearing anything. And Bruce <laughs> yeah. with a Tom Selleck mustache and Catwoman oh, man, in a best. very revealing bikini and stuff like that. And it's like, Clay Man, you you dog. And then he and then you turn the page <laughs> and they're both dressed up as Batcat, like kicking ass and stuff. And it's like, ah, he's covering yeah. the spectrum. He does here. it all. He does yeah, it all. He does. So, yeah. um, great pick. Yeah, Justin. yeah. So that there, there's my guy, Clay Man. Go check him out. I he like sculpts, it. He sculpts Batman <laughs> from clay. He's oh my gosh, it's okay. and he has the word man in his name. So that's right cool. there. <laughs> uh, we'll go to the list from our Italian here. His his number three pick is someone that we're all familiar with on the Batman Book Club. Uh, Tim Sale. Oh, okay. Pete's uh, third favorite. And um, what surprised me, so I guess, like I said, a number three pick for somebody that, that would, I, I guess it surprised me. I'm like, hmm, I don't know who, I, I, I couldn't have guessed, Justin, for you to have been Clay Man Garrett. I I don't have a guess for you. Um, So yeah, that he picked himself, but then I asked him, you know, what's a, a standout cover for him? And he chose Detective Comics number 796. Oh. And it's got Stephanie a... Brown as Robin. Yeah. Stephanie Brown, who obviously has connections to Clue Master. Um, Who's Clue Master? Yeah, I think it's <laughs> just do the work. Uh, I think it looks like it's Zaz. I'm not familiar with the story, but I'm not surprised, though, that now looking at it, it's a Tim Sale cover, obviously. Um, she's kind of like, you know, jumping over Batman's head in a way. And I think it's Zaz that's on the side. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a very unique pick from Pete. So well done. I gave him an assignment. He did the work. That's one right. thing about those Italians. They'll do the work. Do the work. So uh, there you go. So let's move along. Garrett, who do you got for number three here? This is uh, this is a much more straightforward kind of chalky pick, as I mentioned. Okay. Um, this is one that, Laura, I know you are a fan of. Um, we've talked about this man's art many times. It is the one and only Mr. Norm Brayfogle. Hey! Oh, hey! I know Norm Brayfogle. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'll say this. It's maybe not the most interesting choice, but this is, I, I think, you know, talk about art that evokes a time period. Like, mm -hmm. Bray Fogle, I mean, Bray Fogle was on a lot of different Batman titles. He was, you know, drawing the character for a long time, you know, detective and Batman. And, but there's just some images where, you know, in my mind, when I picture, like, who Batman is to me, a lot of those images are are norm images and you know the cover i've got a couple covers it was really hard 
to yeah, yeah. Let's, see, let's, let's hear about these covers <laughs> let's go <laughs> batman number 465 which is you know the modern rendering of batman number nine with yeah. batman and robin on the ledge and the spotlights there and you get bray fogel loves drawing his little bats that are kind of all around yeah, them. he does yeah batman's got you know he is a creature of the shadow so he's pulling his cape up and covering the face exposed part of the cowl and he's a little bit more back in the shadow and robin's out there you know full chest of the spotlight you got the new at the time r emblem you know shining out and it's a little bit bigger than it's normally presented inside the interior art but the spotlight shining off the red and the green and I just it's one of my favorite images ever. And, and mm. you know, this is actually on the title it shows up as Batman with Robin. Um, yeah. I just love that. <laughs> I love the way so it much. should be. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but if you go through and scroll through like this era of mm-hmm. covers, like, man, they're so good. And a lot of them are yeah. Bray Fogel. So the other one I'd call out is Detective 587. It's Batman uh, standing in a rain soaked alley, mostly in uh, silhouette. Be and still it's my heart. Bray Fogel cape. <laughs> Right. It's not mm-hmm. the uniform scallops. Oh, Justin's got a print of it. I just love that big My giant man. yellow. I don't oval. know why I have that. Wait, is that the wood? The wood sign? Is that yeah, yeah, I've got that. Th- I've got that too. That's so I need nice. some more. Thank you, Hobby Lobby. It had been back here. Yeah. All right. It, you know, it's just like this cape that like it's so stylistic because you know realistically. That's not the way the cape would be, but like he injects oh. style in a way that I think, you know, people sort of pick on Kelly Jones for doing like a little bit of the magnified over the top version. But Bray Fogel has some of these images where, you know, he's doing a stylistic thing with the art. It's not a straightforward presentation. It's more of a representation. Yeah. And he's just so good. And, you know, just the interior run, the stories he's involved in. Uh, I love it. It's kind of the Batman of my Batman artist of my childhood when I really started reading books and the back issues that I'm like, oh, I love this. I got to find that, you know, later on in life. I could go on and on. I got a whole list of covers, but I won't. Because he asked for one, I could give you about seven pretty easily. Yeah. Well done. Uh, you know the weight in my heart. And that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's Midwest Brain. Connection. There it is. Flower, right flower there. pick. There might be like right there we go. These two uh, little things right here. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. A little Norm Brayfogel action oh, going on wait, right there. I, I can't barely see. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're right there. They're there. They're there. Okay. Nice. Well done, Garrett. I'm proud of you. Well, thank um, you, sir. Good job. I know Garrett. that that means that means a lot, and you'll be able to sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go. Our Mario, our Mario brother, uh, one Sir Ryan Haas. He sent is, me his little three, his little three, two, one list. Is it Chris Pratt? Has. Is that his favorite Mario artist? Obviously, <laughs> it's the best. He's my favorite everything artist. Yes, Chris um, Pratt for everything. His pick for number three is jim lee Ooh, hey fan favorite obviously and the cover of choice that haas attached with this was batman number 618 of course and if you look that up of course it is the uh it is a decomposed jason todd body in a robin suit Um, with the the hush eyes and wrapping you know deep in the back and batman running toward us and Easily identifiable Jim Lee Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like that's a common theme, too, I think, with our picks and everybody's picks, too, is is just I mean, Justin, as you just said, it's, uh, who you're talking about, who Pete said, Garrett, who you just said, it's like you don't need a name attached, you know, yep. like I know who that is. I know that image. I know that yeah. image. Uh, and I think 
for I don't know, like it, whether you like it or you don't, I feel like mission accomplished on the artist then of like, oh, I I stand out. Yeah. I'm not just generic. And so um I think it's a clever it's a clever cover. I don't think this is like a I don't think that this would be like everybody's number one Jim Lee cover pick. So I applaud the choice, Huss. I think it's well a, it's a really interesting choice for a cover for Jim Lee because it it's kind of Jim Lee's version of like an early 90s or even a, in, in the 90s covers we're kind of doing their version of some 70s covers like Jim Lee mm. what people pick on him for it's like everything is posed and like it's kind of a still shot from a movie looking type image and this is not Lee doing that it's a little bit more artistic right like at different yeah. layers things are main character in the foreground you got the background it's telling a bit of the story with a visual representation yeah. with the decomposing Robin corpse that you don't always think of Lee doing that, right? You think of like yeah. splash pages, action yeah. shot, or still pose on a gargoyle, right? Yeah. Pose right, right, right. Kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Lee, Lee I, what I love about Jim Lee, Batman stuff. And I, 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 I'll just focus on Batman. We're talking about Batman. Uh, it's the Batman book club, it's Justin. The, it's the Batman book club. It's not the Wildcat book club. <laughs> That's right. This is the Wildcats. This is an X-Men five yeah. covers, number one. Uh, he he puts the architecture detail work into his buildings. Like, yeah. he's not cheating. Like, even, like, just looking at that cover, like, you know, it get, obviously it regresses a little bit as you keep going back. But, like, man, he's got the, the – you can tell, like, there's some structure there, you know, I, I love it. I love what he does. And I was actually just kind of looking at this cover and I'm like, man, I never really appreciated it. Uh, As, yeah. You know, and I'm looking at this, just the, the rib cage kind of coming through the, the, the tattered tunic of Robin, the hands, the hands look kind of clawy, which is kind of cool. And then you kind of got, and then again, hush in the background. So there's this, this is like four levels of, of art yeah. here that are really cool. Good call. And, yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I can talk a lot about this cover. It's great. What, <laughs> what a, great and cover. then obviously everything's in the red hue in the yeah. back, and you just got Batman striking out in the blue and gray. It's such a good pick. It's a good. It's a good cover. Mm -hmm. Dang it, Jim Lee! <laughs> so <laughs> good. You ah, with your technical soundness. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. Uh, as for me, this was a lot of fun because I finally picked my my number three choice about five minutes ago. No oh boy. shoot! I Buzzer entered the conversation um, not knowing, going back and forth. Uh, and before we all reveal our number ones, I guess we could, if we wanted, you can do like two honorable mentions of who was like, ah, oh, so close. Um, but my number three is Tim Sale. Oh, for I think people would think for obvious reasons, you know, it's just because he did the long Halloween. It's like, no, he did an amazing sequel of dark victory. He did the victory, oh, so the good. prestige format, um, haunted night, you know, Halloween he, special. He did blades. He, he did blades. Like, I love early, blades early. Great. Uh, yeah. you know, work from legends of the dark Knight, And he did, uh, he did the Catwoman one in Rome, which I mean, that yeah. might be the, the best looking book of that, of the, sale lobe yeah um comics like that just looks so good and then he does you know he's done so many covers he did covers for all of those books he did yeah. you know he does a t he did a ton of variants um and everything so i think he has so much standout work in it just you know evokes such a mood such a, like yeah. a, a a very noirish mood and you know of gotham that just fits perfectly and i don't think that he has every single character in the batman universe down perfect 
Yeah. Um, but I think it is the the atmosphere that he brings along with his work instantly. And surprisingly, I'm sure of like an image that sticks out to me is the long Halloween number one. Yeah. Um, maybe one of the most simple covers that he ever did of just a black cat with its tail curling around the pumpkin that mm-hmm. that's cut out with the bat symbol. It's awesome. I mean, that's what I want as my background on everything, every single Halloween. I want a shirt with that pumpkin, with that cat, mm. you name it. It's it's just, it's simple, and it's, re- it's so representative. So I, I just, I love it. Sales and I love Tim Sale. Sale's an, an interesting one for me because I I do, I mean, he's immense. he was immensely talented as an artist, right? Mm-hmm. And he's worked on some of my favorite Batman stories. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I'll probably get, this won't sound the best. This is a safe zone. A good way this is a safe zone. Say it, Gary. Unless you're talking trash about him, and then you're going to get your, booted. Tell us your feelings. This is a feelings <laughs> episode. Yeah, I love his work on the projects that he does, but it's oh. not my preferred art style. Like gotcha. when I look at, it, and I wouldn't want to change him out on sure. the Long Halloween um, or Dark Fate or any of these, right? But mm-hmm. it's not like for me, it's not like oh yeah, this is what I like my comic art to look like. You know, it's like yeah. a personal biasing. I think he's incredible. They're my some of my most read Batman stories ever, right? Like yeah. revisit those regularly, but like, it's just not like for me, I think of him as an incredible artist who did some great work on Batman. When I think in my mind of a Batman artist, for some reason, like sale doesn't pop up to the top, even though mm-hmm. I really appreciate what he's doing. Like it's some like sure. weird internal mental definition for me where it's just like, yeah. I, it doesn't quite cross that border, but yeah obviously amazing you know groundbreaking mm-hmm. work on the character yeah i get what you're saying i I, yeah. I i think i'm in that same line like i love tim sales work on the on the stuff that he did and i would i and this is this might sound different i think when you're Tell talking your about feelings like, justin it's okay yeah mm-hmm. when you're when you're talking about like <clears throat> sometimes you just have to there's so many people you just have to bracket it via like time so if you're going like uh mid 90s to mid 2000s pop comic book overall artists i'm gonna put tim sale in there because this stuff is so different that it stands right. out um and but i mean i think his storytelling's he he evokes mood really well like mm-hmm. man he hits the, well. the, yeah. the 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 like kind of the norish stuff that you need for long halloween um i love all his takes on the characters actually i think i like goofy joker millions of teeth in his mouth type of stuff like he has yeah. a really good creepy take on stuff um you know he used to get knocked for his Batman, they call him Homer Simpson Batman. Like there, there would be like those kind of goofy fanboy critiques, but um, oh I, yeah, like the images of Batman sitting at at Moe's, you know, drinking Duff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's you know, what they call him. You know how he does. Just put yeah. uh, that's all but, uh, Yeah, Tim Sale. I think I think, or I would just say he's a great comic book artist. If I had to like, if I'm rating somebody, but for the Batman yeah. thing, yeah, I appreciate his Batman. I, the work he does, I think the the work that he does with Loeb just fits. I don't think he'd be a yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna stop there. There we go. Because it's gonna add into some some takes. No, that's okay. No, that's all good. Oh, okay. Okay. Takes Saving it for takes. So that's and that's what's kind of funny. My like like Lassie is like hearing and neither one of you just like dumped on him or his work or anything. But when people oh, love, you know if they, if people do break down, I'm kind of yeah. like, well, this is why he isn't. And they pick you know like this or this. And I think a lot of things are like the nose is weird or something and. And they don't like the cape, on, as you can see as you go through his work. Like you go with blades, and a little, it's a little bit more restrained. You get to Long Halloween and Dark Victory. The cape, like 
just deep. extends and curls yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, there you go. Look at that Love scarecrow. Oh, look at it. look at all those muscles, dude. Like yeah, he is jacked. That's that's a really yeah. great image too. Sorry, I'm holding up the that's haunted a good, night. That's a good. That's a good Tim Sale cover. Yeah. Uh, but like, and it's like I can hear somebody say that, and I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but doesn't bother me i still love it it's like i can be sitting here looking at stuff and then tim's it's like a tim sale image comes up and all of a sudden i'm like ooh, like you know lean closer look closer Mm. like oh that's tim sale that's tim sale work so yeah he's he's my number three um so there we go all right moving on to number twos oh Uh, garrett you want to kick us off number two do it yeah yeah yeah. do it when i think another one i think of garrett yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Who does number two work for? Um, here's another one that I think like would probably show up on a number of people's lists. I think this might be um if you were to Google, it might be one of the results you would get back for greatest Batman artist. And it's Jim Aparo. Oh ah, yeah. I just I love Jim Aparo for a lot of the same reasons that I just talked about Norm Brayfogle. It like it's an era Batman, a little bit earlier, but an era of Batman. Um, when I first started to become aware that there was more to the character than mm-hmm. Super Friends and 66 reruns and superpower yeah. toys. And there's a there's a there's an image that's like burned into my mind. It's the cover of Batman 414. You have mm-hmm. a um Aparo loves doing this, by the way. Uh, reflections off knives that are held like right into the foreground and you can see Batman that's swooping in you know to save Ah. this woman who's about to meet a grisly fate at the end of this knife and you get the reflection of Batman coming in to save the day the image has like such urgency to it I think a lot of his covers really kind of convey that urgency but you know Paro did incredible work on the character for a really long time it was another one where it's like okay so that one is um you know 80s batman right but if you go back the other cover that probably comes to a lot of people's minds when they think about aparo is from this limited collection uh collector's edition presents batman special all villain issue and it's batman on a rooftop you know gray and blue batman with the yellow oval and then in the spotlights you have joker catwoman penguin and two-face yeah and just really representative of that era and it's iconic de- it's iconic design cover. very that iconic is a, that's an icon that is an iconic cover. it's been you know reproduced in statues yeah that's, a, that's another big poster cover right you can grab that one on a poster pretty easily uh, i just love the way he you know defined his batman is a little bit more you know lean and you know classically straightforward and i like that design and this this is another artist that when i think of that era of batman it's like well it's jim aparo so it's jim yeah. aparo number two yeah. uh many many pronounce him uh goat I oh think. yeah yes i think it's goat yeah. it's like a, it's a hard j but uh, yeah. it sounds like a g it's, it's not crazy. like when people try to say gif is jif it's not yeah is it a joke <laughs> exactly greatest. uh he he was in that mix of some of the first batman comics that i was you know exposed to and looking at you know i couldn't i wasn't i i didn't like to read words i just wanted to look at the pictures right. and there was there were many uh jim aparo uh apparel Aparo jim a his uh jim a. covers and, and interior art and stuff and yeah yeah there you go it's just it's beautiful oh man his his Sorry. so just yeah and stuff while you're talking i'm getting excited i'm like oh, maybe wow. more so than like many others so justin something that you said at the very beginning here like takes you back to a place so i see a jim like a jim aparo uh batman but even more specifically, Bruce Wayne face. Yeah, totally. Like takes yeah. me back and instantly I'm like, okay, draw like think in your mind, a, like what does Bruce Wayne look like in a comic book? Mm-hmm. And it is 
that face with some of the blue and black like hair kind of combed over look and he's just he's taking the the cowl off so he's still in the you know still in the suit and the capes on and everything sitting at the sitting in that cave in front of his big one and everything is like that that to me pops in my head right away yeah the so jim aparo it's it's weird like he the he's the first batman artist like the first i've seen batman art before as a kid right but like when batman Mm -hmm. 89 came out that's when uh, my my cousin would be getting some comics and we'd look at them and it was jim aparo art in it and it was like oh my gosh my first surprise yeah. was Batman still wears blue and gray in the comics. Yeah. You know, I, thought, I was like, why isn't he wearing the black suit from, from, you know, everything from the movie that, from the movie. Yeah. But I remember the, I remember the art in those, in those books. And I remember there was a, I don't know. It had to be a little bit later when it was like the Tim Drake was trying to investigate him. And he was going, you know, the whole thing was like, Batman's going nuts. And there was a thing where, I think Alfred was talking to him about being extra violent. So I'm thinking, and there was a shot of Bruce Wayne. He just had, he's looking at his fists and they're all cut up and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, you're talking about, he's got that. He has a, his Bruce Wayne is real. It's like Kevin Conroy. Like that's the voice. Yeah. Jim Aparo. Nice. Good pull. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Jim Aparo's Mm -hmm. Bruce Wayne is like, I'm like, Oh, who's Bruce Wayne? Jim Aparo's like illustration. It's, it's, it's really good. And um, it's kind of funny when you like, when you read the death of Superman, I was just actually just going through it. (laughs) When you see him next to Superman, you're like, Oh, it's kind of similar. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Bruce's hair is a little wavier than Clark's. Yeah. That's true. More, less blue in it. No, (laughs) but uh, yeah, man, you got it. Jim Aparo. He's the, you know, he, can you think about these guys who were illustrating in the seventies, you know, his Aquaman stuff and some of his mm-hmm. dead men stuff. And then coming, you know, to the, to the, it was kind of, he was him and Bray Fogle were the guys that had to pass the torch and that was yeah. hard, you know? Yeah. Follow you, that. Yeah. They got called up. <laughs> and, but you go back now and you're like, we, we appreciate it a lot. Cause I think I was one of the guys like, why, why can't Jim Lee draw Batman? You know what? I want, you wanted that style of art, you know, we uh-huh. wanted that like, image era late mm-hmm. you know late late 90s marvel artist style at dc you weren't really getting it you would get people that would tried and were like oh they're not so good but now i'm going back i'm like man we didn't know what we had because the following yeah. the artist who followed up aparo was not great i didn't no. appreciate his art i won't name his name but i was like oh we kind of you go back and you're all this doesn't look as good so anyways jim aparo what a great pick garrett well thanks guys appreciate that yeah, yeah. gee willikers Gary, you sure you sure do know how to pick them. Uh, I, on it. <laughs> I uh I tend to read a lot of funny books. So sure. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you invent Jim Aparo? Yeah. No. yeah <laughs> if he wasn't real, I would have dreamed him up myself. <laughs> He'd have been your John Miller. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> all right, for, for the Italian, let's go back to his, you know, go back to his kitchen. Uh, oh, what he's I, cooking up. Meatball Batman's my favorite Batman. This doesn't surprise me. Might surprise you guys. Maybe not. Uh, his number two pick is Michael Turner. Oh, that does course. not surprise me. Does not surprise no, me. No, not at all. For how great, and I forget what the um I forget what the comic story is that he and I covered, the you know, the Superman Batman story arc. Yeah, it was um, a supergirl. It was a supergirl. Super supergirl yeah. one. Yeah, that that story and that art, like he loves that run, man. He does. Yeah. 
and I mean that's that's a great story. Of course, it had Pete's Pete's guy, Uxus, you know, yep. in there and everything. But yeah, the Batman. I mean, he had the you know extended cowl, you know, ears on the cowl and stuff. But I mean, it, it's really great art. But the the cover that Pete attached here was Identity Crisis number five. Yeah, which so Pete apparently isn't even a fan of Batman because his covers aren't focused on Batman at all. But this one is, you know, Robin down on his knees with his his uh, his head in his hand, um, which I think when I think I I know what happens in that specific issue number five of Identity Crisis, yeah. hence the the cover. But I think that's a that's a great cover, um, and yeah, Michael Turner. I don't think he has a ton. I know he's he'd passed away, but I don't think he yeah. has a, a long library of Batman work. But the, no. what I've seen of it, and I mean, it's just his work in general. I think it's really really good. So um, yeah, that's well a done, great Peter. Robin cover. Yeah. I really like the, you know the white around the edges, and then that the reflective yeah. light off the hair and the cape is that same white. Like you know, we're so used to like with black hair characters, blue is the highlight for light hitting it. It's kind of nice to see that you know really bright light that somehow makes the image even look real like darker yeah not to and not to like ex- over exaggerate i think that's kind of like a risky proposal for a cover too yeah because you're talking like a third of the cover is just white white like that's not and it's i mean it's just robin on his you know on his knees and he's in a windows open and it's like that's not exactly a flashy cover but i mean you know the in, once you read the interior of that then you i don't know yeah totally it's, i don't know it's a good one Good job, Peter. You old so and so. You frog, are you? Yeah, <laughs> the frogger. <laughs> Pete actually takes his his uh, absolute Superman Batman book and he frolics in the fields with it. Just prances through fields. I've got the video. As soon as he says one more mean comment, I'm posting it. Done. So, all right, uh, Justin, let's let's head to you. You're number okay. two. My number two. I was like, why am I going to hold this up? <laughs> Kelly Jones. Hey, oh, there we go. There's Kelly. There he There's is. Kelly. I know. I didn't want to surprised. talk too much earlier. I was talking because we were talking about him in the yep. rankings. Yep. I was like, I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna show my hand. So, I got yeah, you. Kelly nice. Jones, man. Yeah. He, he's kind of. It's, it's where I'm thinking about. The he kind of falls into the same category as maybe Tim Sale for some folks. Like mm-hmm. we, for me, I, I just what I, what I love about Kelly Jones is I think like, his Batman is so weird, mm-hmm. and. And I'm saying this as a fan, it's off-putting. Yeah. If you're yeah. just picking up a comic book, and I'm actually surprised at the run he had. He had a long run on the Batman title. The, you can't see him right there. You got another one. Little Kelly Jones books. Yeah. We inspired you, Justin. I know, man. Kelly Jones is on the show. I have all these issues too. And I was like, I want them collected. Because I just love I loved I loved everything that was going on back then, man. You know, Doug Doug Munch, man, him and Kelly Jones is like, oh gosh, he had such a great freaking such such a great run. And the covers, man. Uh His covers I, are insane. Yeah. And you know, yeah. obviously the you know, Lauer has has highlighted that we've done the the Dracula Red Rain trilogy for Batman Book Club. Rest in peace. We don't have another one to right. do. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to write one. Um but yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I here's here's my take on Kelly Jones. His Batman is like what Batman looks like when you're freaking terrified. When you have the nightmares of what Batman looks like, that's kind of like the way I take yeah. it. It's like in Batman Begins where, you know, there's the the fear version. 
you know, just ape, just kind of, oh, yeah. So some of my covers, I, I threw out my guy, uh, oh, Lauer. Did you look at yes. him? So yeah, now detect, I have it open. Did, one of my favorites, and I think this is pre-Nightfall. He just, it was like a really random cover. Okay. Bat, Detective Comics 651 is one of my favorites because his cape is just like, like just fluttering, like bat wings all around it. That's like from got... the Red Rain trilogy. Like, I feel like we've seen that cape a few times yeah. spread out in those three books. And that's just a random, you know, you know, just a random Batman issue with Chuck Dixon and Graham Nolan, right? Uh, but the cover is just probably something they have. They're like, oh, I'll just throw this Kelly Joan print on there. Yeah, why not? It's got a bunch of bats yeah. on it. Yeah, know? just a bunch of bats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then there's a, I wanted to highlight two more because I'm, it's my time to pick. That's so right. there's this really great Nightfall cover. And it's got, uh, hey, Zaz is making his appearance again. Uh, and it's just kind of Batman creeping over some chick who's like, you know, probably a victim. And it's, yeah, it's Batman 493. Oh, yeah. I love that cover. It's, it's such a great, great cover. cover. Now, like, yeah. You I almost missed that Zaz is those. there. You almost missed that Zaz is there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, say it. No, say it. So that is... I feel like I have to mention. Yeah. Kelly Jones came on this show. I got to talk to Kelly Jones. Never thought that that would happen. And I threw this cover out specifically because I said, as a kid, that scared the shit out of me. Terrifying. Just that scared the shit out of me because you have a victim who's laying on the ground, which is horrifying as Batman in his haunting way, very shadowy and just like scary as hell draped over. It's almost like a Dracula. Yeah, you know, like Dracula. But then you've got this guy right before, you know, right before he's about to stab Batman in the back and it just scared the hell out of me. Yeah. I just thought like, oh, my God, that's too scary. His, his yeah. covers always felt like they were monster movie yeah. know, movie posters at yeah. some point to me. I think like just in the way you said about it, it's sort of the representation of Batman. If you are terrified of Batman, it's yeah, very much awesome. like a. Like he's representing, it's not just an image. He's not just drawing. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like he doesn't draw Batman as much as he draws a picture of Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, and it's, he's really, really good at it. Yeah. It's, yeah. He just, that take, I mean, y- you know, you, you can draw a pretty straightforward Batman, like which, which that's Clayman. Clayman's my, my straightforward pick, but like Kelly sure. Jones is, it's, uh, he's just really good at that creepy and, you mm-hmm. know, I don't ever want to see this Batman in a movie because it wouldn't make sense. It only works as illustration. Yeah, know? and uh, they've they've done a bunch of different statues based on Kelly Jones' Batman, and I don't like any of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. once you try to make it something that exists in the real world and in three dimensions, it loses it for me entirely. But the yeah. image itself on the page is just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I love it. So I, I just, and I just think the, yeah, there's something, there's just something about feeling um repulsed yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i love and i there's and something I absolutely about the image that it. is gross like it's like yeah, yeah. oh you're oh, just like oh my gosh this, this this batman is not in the justice league this batman no. is he is in the shadows he is skulking and he is he is like, he, he prob- it's like <laughs> and i'm and i'm just making my own thing it's like he does he probably doesn't even fight he just absorbs you into his cave yeah. into a right. wow. cat cave of torture like, i don't know like it's, it's the it's Batman so... when Batman <laughs> is trying to make you believe he's a supernatural creature yeah. to scare yes. the hell out of you, 100%. as opposed to superhero Batman. Yep, there. Yeah. I, I think that actually wraps. That's that's a really great like. That's a wrap. 
no no i mean so that that's i love that thought garrett i love it yeah that's i think we we have to extend the kelly jones talk because that's ryan haas's number two and ryan Ryan haas's cover pick is batman 493 there you go are you kidding me look at you two Hey. We just become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I mean, I'm not. So, I mean, it's your boy. I, I don't think I could have picked uh, Ryan Haas's three. Um, he's a wild no. card. Yeah, but oh, he, you're gonna send me su- right into his three, huh? I'm not surprised that. Uh, I'm not surprised he chose the Nightfall cover. Right. <laughs> if there's no, somebody that bleeds shocker. Nightfall, is like, well, of right. course it's is Ryan Haas. But uh, I don't love, have anything he to loves add the- to that. Big extended ongoing sagas with yep. the whole family. He loves the sagas. That's, oh, yeah. that's that's his jam, man. It is. So um not surprised by his pick. Good pick. Good cover choice. Justin, well done. Um You're welcome. You're welcome. I got it. He's, he's a great, he's a great guy. Great guy. Uh my number two. Huh. This may not be surprising. I don't know. Um, you guys might have heard of him. I'm listening. I'm listening. I've gotten to speak to this fella as well. A few oh. times. His name's Lieber Mayo. I knew this one was coming. Nobody's surprised by this. The super um, fan. The but the maybe surprised is not number one, but yeah, also maybe not surprised. But the real challenge here is like I I can't tell you a cover. I don't I, I don't know. Just type Lieber Mayo. <laughs> Lieber Mayo Batman. And you'll get a pick one. Like I don't know. The, it's so it's kind of like you guys have talked about Justin, especially with you of like almost like an exaggerated, you know, this is my like exaggerated pick. And then in with Kelly Jones and Clay Mann's like your, you know, like your almost like realistic pick, your down to earth yeah. pick, whatever. Bermeo is my like realism pick. Mm. Um, it's just like, I, I love his grounded takes on everything. And it really blows my freaking mind that he loves Dick Sprang so much. Because it really, Dick Sprang it's crazy. Is like Could it be complete opposite? <laughs> yeah. And I, I just I I love that he loves Dick Sprang and his art is it, to me almost feels like there's no Dick Sprang here, but there's some covers, sure, maybe like yeah. a little bit here or there. But I love his his realistic, his gritty, almost anything of his that it, he draws up, I could frame it yeah. and I'd be happy with. Um if I have to pick one, it's like a Maybe it's because it's sentimental. It's the cover to Noel, just because that's um, sure. It's a good cover. It's it's my, my favorite number... stuff from him. Yeah, oh, I and... love I love Noel so much. Yeah, it's, a good it's great. It's, it's my. Wonderful. I think you know, hundred episodes ago, I put that as my number two Batman story because I read it multiple times every year. I read it every Christmas because every single page. That's when he elevated from, you know, Joker. He had some realistic with the still older yeah. Lee Mayo. and yeah. when he did the Luther story. He kind of did that as well. And we got a glimpse of a, of his realistic Batman of like an up close kind of version. And it's like, this is your, your tease of like the Bermeo to come. And then when Noel hit and the whole book was, that's he, when he, he emerged elevated. from his cocoon. That, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and beautiful that's, Bermejo butterfly. His, his Bermejo home. <laughs> yeah. Bermejo home, it yes. Yes. Nice. Uh, and, and he hasn't like looked back since really, I don't think. So maybe there are, Maybe I don't know. Like he he does dark stories and you know mature. And when he teams up with Azarello, kind of maybe some controversial stories and and stuff. But totally. I just feel like his <laughs> his art is totally. never really something that people 
if people don't like the story, I don't think it's usually because of Bermeo's art. Mm. Um, and even people who say that like he's not my favorite, he is insanely talented. So I don't know what else I can say. Other like he's I gush about him almost as much as the long Halloween um on this show. So it's probably surprises no one. I just I love Lee Bermeo's art. So good. I love his, his art. I, I'm kind of in that camp, Lauer, where it's like I love his art. He He's insanely talented, but for some reason, he just isn't one of my favorite yep. Batman artists. Like every single one of his, like if you take almost any one of his panels, I'm like, that's yep. gorgeous. I would love a print yep. of that. Or like the cover for me that I love is um, Detective 1027, where it's Batman and Nightwing leaping off the roof. And then in the skyline is like the, you know, golden era in maybe yes. it's spring, maybe it's Bob yeah. Kane. And, you know, old, like here's the, here's like what it looked like from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so great. Um, at making those images for some reason for me like real world gritty batman just like i can appreciate it in yeah. smaller chunks like I, I like the i like the way it looks to look at it but when it's the when it's like the cover to cover art it's just it's almost overwhelming there's so much detail yeah. and he pays so yeah. much attention to every aspect sometimes i find my my eyes almost wash over the top of it because there's so mm-hmm. much going on and that's not a slight by any means it means this guy's doing the yeah. work he makes something beautiful yeah. it's almost overpowering to me mm. yeah he he's a he's another one of those scary batman artists yeah. Like Batman's Batman's the scary superhero, but like he's one of the in the vein of like the Kelly Jones. It's Lieber Mayo is if Kelly Jones and like Alex Ross had a baby. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? They're they're I love I love that he is a fan of kind of the the old stuff. You know, some guys just love Dick, and that's what it is. And he, <laughs> he likes Dick Spring, right? Yeah, Ooh, there was my joke. Sorry, just cut that out. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, it's staying in, Kowalski. Staying in, uh, you know, <laughs> he can yeah. he can he can mimic that stuff. Yeah, like he because he's done it on multiple covers where he's kind of mimicked that old art style. And um, here's here's the thing: when I think of Lieberman right now, like there's an image that popped out um, where he's holding a little kid, like a little girl, and yep. they're in an alley, and there's like this, yep, like. Uh, you know, neon bats. Oh man, it's such a cool cover. You don't yep, typically is. get that with his. His Batman is usually like very gritty and it hand leather gloves through a leather Browns and grays and, and yeah, yeah, so many like hot topic straps <laughs> on his boots <laughs> and stuff. You know, but that image, I was like, oh man, that's like one of the best images I've I've seen him do because it's not that his Batman isn't heroic, but this one. It just tells such a great story. It does, and especially like, the, the the missing children posters on the wall. Yeah, and Batman's holding so the, the. It's a beautiful, beautiful image. Yeah. Bermejo's Batman to me is always like, like you said, just kind of like where Kelly Jones is terrifying in that it's otherworldly and supernatural. Yeah. Bermejo's Batman is terrifying because he looks like a force of nature that is going to beat the yeah. ever living hell out of everyone <laughs> in yeah. front of, like just My man. just rage and muscle waiting to explode. Yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. He's, he's a, yeah, it's, 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 it's actually like, I can't believe he hasn't been edited by like, by like the, the comic book editors. Like, Hey, you know, could you, make well, he was in one story and, and damn number one. No, 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 not that. Not that. I didn't mean like that. (laughs) I just meant like typically when they're doing like comic book covers and and stuff, you know, they want you to be as traditional, like, Hey, the draw, draw, make sure Batman looks like the same Batman inside the comic. And Bermejo's doesn't Bermejo's looks like, complete 
like just looks, do your thing, Lee. Yeah, he's just, just like I'm gonna draw Batman with, with your genius with armor and and snappies and zips he's, and buckles. He's like Batman at the end of Dark Knight Returns. They're just like he's too big. Like yeah. Vermeo's just too big now. We who are who are we yeah. as DC to come in and tell him to? We're not <laughs> going to limit his genius anything. here. He's all this is what I do. So I want to read that comic that's based on all his variant covers from the last couple of years. Dear, Dear, detective. Dear detective, I haven't had a chance to like peek at it yet, but Neither I want to. I want to uh, see. That, oh so. my god! Yeah, good um, job. Lauer. It's it's cool. Um, it's really cool. I think Garrett what you just said with you sometimes like i think maybe like cover to cover is just like overload of like oh, well I think that's going to be it for dear detective for you because it is I'm it's sure it's 56 covers oh, like in the amount yeah, of time you put on it you put into a cover <laughs> image as opposed to a panel in the interior art like yeah. it's just this is a feast that i'm all on quickly I have to come back later and have seconds at a, after i've had a little time <laughs> to digest and let my tummy settle yeah it's um it, it's remarkable though of course um I and of course I liked it. I mean, duh. Uh, Garrett, question though, because yeah, kind of as you said, of almost like an overload. So I almost feel like the realistic look. Bermejo is Gotham. Alex Ross is Metropolis. And I and you know what I can I can feel. I think we talked about this. You know, months and months, if not when you week. when you were were preaching, speaking the good the gospel of Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. There, yeah. there. I have. <laughs> I love Kingdom Come. I adore it. I adore Alex Ross. I there are times when I have to stop and take a breath when I'm rereading Kingdom Come too. because there is so much going on. It can be <clears throat> overwhelming. And there's a lot, especially in Kingdom Come with all the different characters that show up. There's a lot that you need to take in to really appreciate everything at play. But it gets to be a lot when these artists are are sure. cover to cover every panel on the interior art for me. Like it's just gonna I get whew, you. It's a lot going on. Doesn't mean I don't love it. Why do you hate it, Garrett? Yeah, <laughs> he's a hater. Uh, well, that's what I heard. I heard. You why do you think you know, you know better than Alex Ross and Lee Bermejo? <laughs> well, first of all, I don't. I send you guys pictures of my Batman doodles sometimes, and they're not any good. <laughs> they're amazing, oh, amazing. Is that stuff. Batman? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Justin's like, here's a book on anatomy. You might. Yeah. Want let me. Yeah. That's that's not the proportion legs are to torso, yeah. Garrett. <laughs> Garrett, work on your quads, and then work yeah. on your quads. Okay. Yeah. Come yep. on now. Yep. Can't skip uh, leg day. Why is his neck look like? ham no. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's meaty he's yeah oh boy all right well uh final round oh boy here it all is all right yeah this is where it is so i'm gonna start off and i think there's a method to my madness here i'm gonna kick it off with uh the frolicker peter vera which i think if if e if each of you guys had to guess i think you'd guess this anybody right. listening to that guy who talks a lot oh you would gosh. you would know his number one pick and he said without a shadow of a doubt wait can we uh -huh. guess yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give, you guess, give, and then Garrett, you guess. guess. No reasoning. Just guess. Yeah. Say enough. Justin, we'll guess on three. Okay. One, two, three. Neil. Neil Adams. Adams. It was Neil Adams. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh my gosh! No way! Oh, no way! Neil Adams, he, he read a part Batman. He, he read a part of Batman. He talked about everything. Everything. Here's a question. Neil Adams, Neil Adams, the great Batman. Time we're having a slice. If you look at this one time, if anybody likes sausages, I mean, Neil Adams. He makes his own pasta. He makes his own pasta and makes his own noodles. And also, if if any of you said it's not Neil Adams, then you're wrong. You're not a Batman fan. Just got it. Go Yankees. Yankees win. Yeah, it was Neil Adams. Is Neil Adams? He loves Neil Adams. Um, anybody who listens to Pete talk, you know that he said it. This isn't a surprise. The so I knew it was going to be Neil Adams, but I'm like, ooh, but I want to know what cover did Pete send me? Do you guys mm. have? There we go. I know this, and this is tougher 
if you don't have one, it's completely fine. But do you by chance have maybe a, a Neil Adams cover that you think he attached here? Uh, there, there's some that number. come to my mind right away. Is it? I think for Peter, I would maybe I'll maybe I'll try to. I don't know. This is a pretty standard answer cool. too. Batman two forty four is what comes to mind with Roz, you know, standing over Batman. He's holding the Batman costume. They're in the desert. His sword stabbed yeah. into the sand. Demon lives again. Cover. Uh, mine's two forty one. That's what I think it is. This. You think Batman two forty one? Oh, oh yeah, it's a okay. great image. Um, I'd have guessed Joker's Five Way Revenge. Oh. Batman two fifty one, which I would argue is definitely, I think. And that's a whole other discussion of a uh, top three Batman comic covers of all time. I think that one's up there. That one's great. Um, there's a guy here in this little trio talking right now that got it correct. It's Batman 244. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> Man, you know, you and I know each other, but you know Peter Vera. Pretty I know darn my Peter. Well, Go okay? twins. He's going to be very, he's going to be very impressed with you, even though you're a vegan. Like yeah. he's going to be very yeah. impressed and he won't even have you on his own podcast. Dude. Yeah. Refuses. Yeah. That's another thing. Olive oh, branch true. extended for you too. No, but yeah, yeah, he, he chose, um, I'm, I don't know. I'm surprised. So what would make you think, what made you say because of Pete that you choose one with the, with the Roz cover? I'm just, you know, I've, I've heard, you know, Peter will talk about Roz. I think, mm-hmm. um, there's some of the standard covers. Like this is obviously a classic iconic, uh neil cover sure. right but yeah. it might not be in the top three or four that get mentioned like you know batman 232 with Roz and the batman mm-hmm. and robin you know that one pops up five-way revenge we already talked about not batman um, odyssey yeah not odyssey <laughs> sorry <laughs> Peter, your Earth, ah, so, it's, you it's know his favorite stories <laughs> batman 227 might get mentioned right away a you know, demon of sure. uh, gotho's mansion i just felt like it felt like a peter pick you know i know he likes Roz, peter I know this like swashbuckling batman like globe trotting yeah. era cool yeah. yeah nice well done um there you go pete's top three garrett can i go next Yes, I want you to go next. I actually Good, was going to make sure Neil that Adams. you were next. Here's yeah, Neil so Adams. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Neil Adams. I love Neil Adams. Um, I, and I love it because I think... You know what I think? You... I'm thinking Saving Silverman. Neil! Neil! I want, <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to party, party with you. Yeah, you're to part of Neil. Um, I, I just think what Neil Adams did on Batman, and Neil Adams' art in general, particularly with mm-hmm. his Batman really sort of changed the direction of comic book art. And you can see um, how his style influenced, you know, everything down the line and became sort of what comic art became, you know, in the nineties, like you think even some of the image stuff and you mm-hmm. can trace back to how Neil started framing characters and panels in some different ways. And it was really fresh. It, it sort of was a combination of being like, pop arty while without being too like 60s pop arty but like the next move forward where there was a mix of stylization with a little bit more realistic nature to it but it felt fresh it felt like i don't know it feels like pop when i look at it not in like the you know million little you know dot imagery pop art of the 60s right but like progressing the art form to its next iteration like neil ushered that in and he's just a giant yeah i think pete um, I don't know if he if he said this to me on one of his days that he called me or uh, or if it was like if he typed it out or something, but he just kind of said it's almost like 
his challenge on why Neil's the the, the greatest Batman artist is kind of he was just they almost like reframe the character's look based on Neil Adams's his art like that became that became like the look of Batman. Yeah. Um. I can't argue with anybody who would ever say that's the greatest Batman artist. That's their favorite Batman artist. And it's like, oh, of course, because it's Neil Adams and he's fantastic. Like he's he's awesome. Do you do you feel like Neil Adams Batman kind of gave birth to like someone like Jim Aparo? I'd say yes, but I think Aparo was already was doing covers basically at the same time. Anyway. Was he? I'm, yeah, his yeah, like very Bold. close. They're very close to. I, I just feel like if you were reading a Neil Adams Batman comic and then they switched the art, you know, next week, you know, Jim Aparo, it, it wouldn't be a big shock in the yeah. sense of like there's there's similarities in like the approach is what i mean yeah so um so so i i i i get that i i feel like aparo's lines are maybe stronger you know where neil's mm. are a little he's a little more like I, I think he's a more classically trained artist you know if that makes sense yeah so it's, it's no yeah. surprise then that was the the final matchup on the bracket yeah. <laughs> aparo and that's, adams i know they're that's both re- such oh. great classic looks but i think they are like you know they're not the same it's like oh those are two different you yeah. put it like each of their batmans up against each other and it's like yeah it's different but they yeah. both have that classic batman feel um yeah. to it garrett do you have a, a standout cover yeah it's you know it's kind of among the ones that i mentioned but i think again chalk pick like this is a standard like oh you're really branching out and cutting deep no i'm not it's five-way revenge you know batman (laughs) yeah it's just incredible you know i think it's again like it's a mix of like neil's like the more realistic aspects with it's completely representative right like it's Mm -hmm. over the top there's not actually a giant joker standing over you know a or or a miniature Batman in a miniature Gotham yeah. <laughs> City, whichever way you want to look at it. But it's so classic and iconic. Like I was like, oh, should I pick something a little bit more interesting, less obvious? No, go with the obvious. It's great. Everybody knows it for a reason. Yeah, that's funny. I agree. Uh, now this is fun. Oh, and Garrett, shit. I'm glad that you you partnered up with uh, Pete here because Justin Kowalski is partnering up with the Ryans. Oh, to put the big capper on this favorite Batman, the artist. big Dugaru. Yeah, um, Ryan Haas and Ryan Lauer, their number ones are the same as Justin Kowalski. But Justin, you are a guest in this house, so I want you to name who your favorite Batman artist is. My favorite Batman artist is somebody who all of us recognize oh, yeah. as one of the greats. He has an extensive Batman career. He has graced covers and interiors of detective comics and Batman comics. He's done Elseworlds. He's even done things for independent companies, but he is best known for his take on the Dark Knight detective. And he does one of the best Batman logos, his Batman logo. When you see his (laughs) Batman logo, you know, it is a Norm Brayfogle Batman. Yeah. Here he is. Norm Brayfogle. There it is. Sorry, I was like, that's why I had my image ready. I was like, I'm gonna hold this up. And then you hey, why do you stole, have that one? You there. stole it. <laughs> You're like, just sitting on the ground. I had, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this this image up. So well, what's yeah. so great though is so Gary, you chose Norm Bray Fogel mm-hmm. and you said you picked, you know, your cover. 
And I'm like, well, yeah, that that would have been one I could have chosen, but I've got like <laughs> 17 more in the chamber. So and right. I, I was like, I'm Justin, you may hate Robert Pattinson's Batmobile while I, I love it, but we can always come back to Bray Fogle. We will always come back to common ground of Bray Fogle. <laughs> we will. So, we definitely will. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I mean, Haas, like I said, Haas chose Bray Fogle as well. Um, for me, I mean, yes, it's close of I love Bermejo, but I love Bray Fogle. I got to tell Bermejo I love Bray Fogle, and it, because it's all connected, Bermejo said the first artist he ever got to meet was Bray Fogle. It's so um, cool. He loved Bray Fogle, and I, my mind kind of blew, and I'm like, well, this is fantastic. Um, yeah. Justin. Do it. These two books, Legends of the Dark Knight, Norm Bray Fogle, are really expensive now to track down. Oh, I cannot gosh. recommend more to buy these because this yeah. is just uh, lovely with with all of his, and you can see the evolution of his artwork, all the covers that are included, you know, in this. I mean, they're gr- just such great collections of an artist that is just uh, incredible. And what makes me really happy is that I don't know, like up until I started like this show, I didn't know. You know, like, am I kind of alone in how my 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 praising of Bray Fogle and I ended up finding out how many people just like freaking love Norm Bray Fogle? Yeah. Um, he didn't win the bracket, but who do you lose to? He lost to Neil Adams. Whatever. <laughs> what a rip. Yeah, it's it's what a rip. It's, it's fine, but uh Justin, what was your what was your cover of choice? I know you oh, sent me some covers, but yeah. Before I hit my cover of choice, I want I wanna actually show you the first Bray Fogle comic I ever purchased, you know. Okay. And uh, I got it off the newspaper, like the newsstand rack. It was at a local like magazine shop. I remember my mom was doing something, and I just wandered the mall, you know, back when you can do it. And I yeah. <laughs> so, um, I saw this cover, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" Oh yeah. Yeah, and it was like the almost. I think it was the end, or almost towards the, the end of the his... beginning of the Obi Man story, where Tim Drake loses his parents. Spoilers. Yep. Um, and so I was kind of coming in, like, I was like, what's detective comics? I mean, you know, there's Batman comics and like, anyways, there was this, it was, this was such a striking image, but, um, yeah, so that was, that's kind of what sucked me in. I bought that comic because of the cover. Yeah. I was like, look at that cover, but I added a whole bunch of stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't think I was trying to like, um, I, here's, here's something wild. I, I like, uh, you know, Bray Fogle's covers, but I don't feel like they're all iconic, you know, whereas like. I would say most of like, you know, like Kelly Jones's covers are amazing. I think some of some of uh, my favorite Bray Fogle is the interiors, you know. Yeah. Uh, whatever. But I found yeah. a couple that I love. I actually love Detective Six Twenty One. It's just his Batman when he's all silhouetted, but like his capes, you know, blue. It just you know Batman's all in black, and he ha- just has the yellow parts pop. That's a cool cover. It's just it's just. Uh, the way he he illustrates Batman, he he's either um all in shadows, you know, mm-hmm. like oh his Bruce Wayne's the best because his Bruce Wayne always has a Batman shadow. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um even with the eyes, like it, it's weird how he how he'll do that. He'll even shadow out like the face of Bruce Wayne and like the cat it's like the sh- the shadow hits the cover. He's just really good at that part of storytelling. Um sorry, I'm going all over the place. Um it's all but good. my my images, I, I put Batman four sixty three. I love that. It was just some random um, issue where Batman actually drives to like Los Angeles or drives to California <laughs> and he ends up this is where he gets ace as one does the, the new version yeah the new version of ace he gets yeah. him 
uh, from like a, I think it's from like a shaman or something like that. Um, and then there, the cover, there's a uh, detective comics, five sixty one. I just loved that image of, of Batman. Again, it's, it's similar. It's like the flip of four sixty three. Um, it's yeah. just, you know, you've seen Batman hiding in his, in his cape. I love Gavin? Ray Fogel Batman. Huh? Five sixty one. Is that the one of him on the on like the gargoyle? Sorry, five ninety one. Five ninety one. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I flipped. I flipped gotcha. the nine. It looks. It looks like he's fighting somebody. In looks like there's dr- <laughs> so drugs. drugs. This going cover on. you included. Know. This is bat the Batman Davin. Um, I don't know which yeah. which cover that. Okay, so this too, is right? <laughs> actually from Who's Who. That's that's from Who's Who. Okay. Who's Who's Who was like bat the like the DC Comics like uh information collection like yeah. they would tell you all the characters and you know what they did yeah. the powers little encyclopedia actually. yeah yeah batman was the last was the, the last part it was like a 15 part series and he was in the last um collection and that <laughs> image where everyone was waiting why is batman not in who's so who you want to know what i love about that so that's included in this book too and it was um who's who in the dc universe number 10 mm-hmm. good old joe potato yeah, Joe Potato <laughs> by Norm Brady. I love it. Yeah, good old Joe yeah, Potato. Come on, Matt Reeves, bring oh, him. I in forgot about him Joe in. Potato. I forgot about Joe Potato. That's so Joe funny. Potato. You can't forget about Potato. You can yeah. never forget about Joe Potato. I want a book where Harvey Bullock, Joe Potato, <laughs> Joe Potato, <laughs> and uh, Slam Bradley all hang out. Yeah. Just, Why can't all... Joe Potato be in the Penguin? Um, should be. All right. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, Brainfogel was just, there's something about it. It just, it just takes me back reading those comics. We could, we could do a whole episode on Brainfogel. Yeah. Because there's so many different elements. One thing, Justin, because I love, do you love his Batmobile? Um, I'm okay with his Batmobile. You're okay with it. I've got it, this one. It's, it's not when they f- did the hard metal. I forget what the line was. I've got it was this one. Johnny it Lightning was... ones. The Johnny Lightning uh, ones. I have yeah, those are I, his Batmobile's fine. Um, it's it, fine. I will say that his Batmobile was one of the Batmobiles that was, the most consistent in that era. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it, when you get on a Batman book, you just draw a, they're all the cars are generic. You're like, Oh, there's not really yeah. a standard look. His was standard. He drew his Batmobile and that's why they made a metal version of it because it was yeah. pretty iconic. You know, it's, it's fine. It's not my favorite of, of the era, but it is it's it something is. that he and, uh, Paro did well. And I mean, it takes me back. Is there uh bat cave images? I love their caves. Yeah. Um, I think I feel like it was in. I think Bray Fogel's greatest book, beginning to end, is uh, Birth of the Demon, because it's got like the painted, like the painted look with it. Well, but then I think that's the one where it does have almost like Wayne Manor above ground. Then you're seeing below ground is the cave, like kind of mapped out, and it all looks like great. Um, his covers are great. like his art itself stands out because he does such good emotive facial work. I think in a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of times where you'll get like some exaggerated art from yes. him. The eyes always, it's almost like there's like mind. a lot of like, Argh! yeah, he just <laughs> you know, got like so Deadpool <laughs> eyes, right? Like yeah. in the movie, like Deadpool's yeah. white CGI eyes. Like that's kind of like, it, when I lost my camera, it looks like they're looking at Brayfogle panels to influence these Deadpool CGI. Yeah. Eyes. <laughs> I mean, there's that. And there's almost like, almost like a lens flare before JJ Abrams copyrighted it, you know, on the eyes and stuff like Zaz in that Batman 493 um, issue, like Bray Fogle did the interior art. And it, it's like, it's a horror story. It's a slasher horror story. And he does with Zaz. It's such like pointed or it comes to a point thin, like sharp angle, like eyes too with that. And it has the, 
like the light shining off of it. He does like nobody does a kick like Bray Fogle. He mm-hmm. loves to have the extended kicks of all of his oh. characters. Oh, his legs um, are so powerful. Like his he Batman on, is he over... knows the quads. Take yeah. lessons from him, Garrett. Okay. His Batman <laughs> is like is like Bruce Lee style body. You know, like very yeah. muscly, but not like muscle bound. Just like he's developed his muscles because he's a freaking ninja. He needs to move fast. Yeah. You know. His cape is it, it, in the sense of almost like Kelly Jones, like Garrett was saying that earlier. It kind of comes alive when it needs to, yeah, um, and it it stays tight when it needs to. And I I feel like Bray Fogle was the initiator of like Batman having pointy shoulders. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I I feel like he was the guy who like made the capes kind of like mm-hmm. launch up into the sky, which is really cool. I used to draw. I'm like, I wish I I had I had like a Batman box. That, of comics that I drew on when I was like 15 and I would do the, the Bray Fogle like points. I got to find it. Um, for so Haas picked uh, 465 Garrett. So well done. You and Haas. See, we're all we're all in sync together. Um, we should start a boy band. But um, <laughs> I'm double checking. I get to be sure. Joey yeah, Fatone. He, he did four... <laughs> oh, silly Joey. Um, Mike, so covers for me. So I'm going to give two since Haas has already got taken by Garrett. Uh, one that really sticks out to me because just like the Nightfall one it was, uh I saw this cover before I saw that Nightfall one that scared me. And this one scared me. It's Detective Comics 612 oh. that had Catwoman and Catman. Yeah. But they're okay. like Catman's symbol and his cape is colored. But otherwise he's in silhouette. Catwoman's yeah. in silhouette. Their eyes are glowing. And then there's cats just tearing Batman apart. And it really cats. scared me as a kid because I'm like, Batman's dead by cats. And we had cats. And so I didn't, I wasn't trusting cats. Uh, and then I didn't know the amount of love that people have until I've posted it on. And I think I've posted this cover like two or three times in the history of the Batman book club. And it gets so many responses and participation is Batman 457 of uh, Scarecrow. Yeah. That was in my list of ones that I would also yeah. like, could be able to go on and on with different and, covers. And I think so. Anytime you include spiders, like you feel them, it's scary. So spiders crawling all over Batman, he's hung upside down. Scarecrow <laughs> is scary. I love his design of Scarecrow too. Yeah. Um, but then it's like the image of Tim Drake, Robin in the window is a classic Brave Vogel angular, like sharp imaged pose. Yeah. And he's in silhouette because the moon behind him. And it was like definitely a teasing that this is where we're going to see Tim Drake as Robin. There's there's like so much motion in that image. Like there's just a lot of urgency to it. It's that you can tell it's like a really sharp kind of whip around by Scarecrow. The windows are getting burst open. The angular, you know, approach of the body. It's just like there's a lot going on. There's Spidey's crawling all over Batman. I, I love that you said that with Angular because I think that is such a, a reason that Brave Fogel sticks out is because his images are stills, but they're always posed and like they are giving energy or, you know, action or something going on. Um, so, yeah, I, Brave Fogel. He might I, if you guys can look up Batman in Detective Comics issue 627 it's the it's the recreation of detective 620 i mean of detective 27 and uh it's such a cool yeah it's such a cool image and i swear there's like he has a, you know the criminal in a headlock i just swinging by but the Love two it. guys on the building are the guys from batman 89 it looks yes sir it has to be yeah and so anyways i just don't know if you guys had and that shut same take. up 
<laughs> Shut up. Bad. You want to cut the money or not? <laughs> Good call. Uh, so there you go. go Norm- kid. Bray Fogel. Yeah. Bray Fogel and Adams. Woo! Between five of us. The Kings. Two two artists. So there's our, our favorite artists. Um, I put this out. So lastly, before we wrap up, I did put this out and asked some people on uh, Twitter at the Batman BC, you know, who is your favorite Batman artist? And I was hoping for a little bit and I said, hey, we, you know, we'll share them. And there is a, a, a shit ton of uh, people commented. Um, there is one standout for sure from the account of Technicolor Web of Sound who said Burt Ward and Frank Zappa because of the hit record in the 60s of Burt uh, Ward recording and Frank artists. Zappa. <laughs> yeah, it's a curveball. <laughs> recording artist. And I thought, bravo, bravo, uh, creative thinking. But uh, yeah, a lot of participation here. A lot of artists that, you know, um, people just like people just named and that's the only time they were referenced. And there were a couple um overlaps but uh we'll do like the the top like top five so let's see one two three four so the top five coming in like at the fifth spot was tim sale fourth spot is neil adams third spot jim lee so already i'm kind of like wait hold on this kind of isn't making sense considering the uh the bracket challenge votes Well, but you just reach maybe maybe the bracket challenge expanded your audience. So you're getting maybe. different responses. Ah, than you. You it's a broader oh sample size. So then I'm not surprised then. Um, there's one vote difference, like one mention, whatever difference between first place and second place on this. Second place. So this follows up well. Jim Aparo. Number one, Norm Breitfogel. See? You're educating the people. people have like spoken. the more you talk about it, the more they're like, <laughs> like oh, I should check this out. Like, you know what? He's right. This Lauer fella, he's yeah. really got it figured out. He's he's done a few things. So I think DC needs to get their act together and reprint these Norm Brayfogel collections because the people will buy. Um, the Norm Brayfogel omnibus. Yes. $400. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> done. Done. I'll sell my car. I'll sell my car and buy the the Norm Brayfogel omnibus. So. That's right. You should. That has it. I mean, that has it. That has it. That'll do it. Um, gentlemen, I want to thank you both for, for coming on. This is a fun discussion. I like to I'm glad to be some, here. Some this fun artists. Yeah, and I think actually we have it on the schedule that you two are going to be coming back. Not too, not too far either. Not too far. Oh, I can't speak. Um, soon you'll you guys will be back individually. Yes. Can't do all three of us. That's too powerful for every episode. So I mean, yeah, it'd be like if you get if you're eating, you know, dessert after every meal. It's yeah, you got cereal after cereal. Wait, that sounds okay. Yeah, Yeah. there's a little preview. We're not done talking about Neil Adams, are we, Justin? (laughs) I'm not gonna let Garrett see though. Look at oh, okay, so sneaky. I think Garrett probably knows. Oh, okay. Now he probably I know. knows. Yep, that's yeah. it. Now he's, ah, look at that. Don't, don't say nothing. Don't don't leave, don't leave the listeners in the dark, or at least half of the. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> at least half of it. Look at it. Ah! Get it. There get you it. Go. Yeah. I get it. Get Terrifying. it. Uh, that so actually yeah. looks like Garrett. Look at there's Garrett. Hey. <laughs> hey guys. Go Garrett. twins. <laughs> uh, Justin, uh, yes. why don't you go ahead and, and plug away? Let me plug away. Plug My away. name is Justin. Yeah. And I have I have an identity on the internet on Twitter. And you can follow me. Justin M. Kowalski on Twitter. Um, I don't currently have a particular 
show you can listen to every week, but I am doing Batman shows for Batman on film. I have. There you go. I just haven't been able to do any lately, but the Batman on film uh, chapter by chapter, Batman 89 will be returning very soon. I just had to get over Wait. the holiday and we're coming back, back in black. Batman returns. Yellow highlights. Yes. So Yellow not Batman returns yet, but 89, Batman 89 will return. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> there you go. Love and it. Then, you know, and then whatever Ryan has me do. Yeah. Like when you come back on the Batman book club. And then I'm, I I'm, I'm on JJ Hodge's show in the summer. I, I don't even know when it's coming out. So, <laughs> out. so there you go. You follow, follow that. Yeah. Uh, did you say your Twitter, your Instagram? Yeah, Justin Justin M. Kowalski. Twitter. Okay. So Find make it. sure. Send the people your way. Find with it. Their follow. Their complaints. With their complaints. Tara Colesman. Anyways, Garrett, plug away, my friend. Guys, I sure enjoyed this hey, conversation. Here we go. Yeah. And as I like hey. to say, I like to keep the conversation going. Best place you can do that is to find me over at Twitter. You can find me at Garrett Wado. That's at G-A-R-R-E-T-W-A-T-O. Otherwise, I've got uh, some things up over at BatmanOnFilm.com, comic reviews, host the podcast over there uh, with some, uh, you know, Less than frequent episodes, but I got some thoughts coming up here. So you can always tune in along with that feed with all the other shows going on at Batman on film. And every once in a while, I get to hear my voice too. But thanks for having me on, Ryan. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, he'll be returning back as well with a fun. I don't think it's a deep cut, but it's a it's a an original choice. I oh. like that. I'm I'm excited for us to maybe more original than about. the choices I came with today. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so uh if you want to follow the batman book club you can do that on twitter and instagram at the batman bc for uh, latest episode drops upcoming episodes sometimes some giveaways um make sure to subscribe to the batman book club youtube channel where pete and i are going to get back to um gonna get back to reviewing road to no man's land we're gonna keep making our way through that um, if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. Like I said, at the top of the show, you can join the two newest patrons on patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Uh, you can go to tpublic.com where you can support the show with uh, merchandise that has the Batman book club logo splattered all over it. Beautifully created by one Sir Justin Kowalski, um, yes, a true sir. hero. And lastly, if you want to support the show, you don't want to spend any money at all. It's 100% okay. The easiest uh, quickest and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show on whatever po- podcast platform you listen to it on. So Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever. Just go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews it gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. Panic. That's right. Panic. So for Garrett Grev and Justin Kowalski, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, we're back, 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 back.